2: here from dimp digital welcome to idle game chat this is dimp digital's flagship video game podcast where we take you through the ups and the downs of the video game world we are here on your favorite podcast app and youtube absolutely free however if you want to support our grassroots independent endeavor head over to patreon.com forward slash dimp digital and join the community hashtag And in Pocket. Once again, joined by the resident referee, the reigning FGL Grand Prix winner, who's challenging for the main championship, had a big boon come through very recently. It's Logan. How's it going?
0: Yep, good. Feeling good after that boon that comes through.
2: um, Puts the pressure on. It certainly does. We will definitely get to all that um Mm. the boon is what is coming and we're talking about fgl scores and whatnot um but let's get straight into it no dilly dallying this week when i do the timestamps that intro sometimes i see and it's like seven minutes and i think "Hmm, (laughs) what happened there (laughs) because i forget what's what occurred this one will be as of about two minutes so that's pretty good for our for our going now we've got a bit of a i blew it last week Right. We talked about those destiny scores. I'll claim that you blew it as well. So we talked about those destiny scores. Yeah, it's gone, yeah. It's gone down again. It's down to seventy three. Yeah. So that's a howler for them, mm-hmm. and that's a howler for those involved. So that's a little update yeah. there. But what did we agree or not agree? What did we say we was going to do? Not only two weeks before was to read some reviews out when scores come in. Yeah. And we both both and just we didn't. Sat- and we didn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course of that bit it it is to having feet up. That's the trouble, um, isn't
0: it? So we do. in your defense, mm, I think we did say that's not the, or we don't expect that to be the final true. kind of review. I think we're expecting the raid to drop and then that to affect the score one way or another yeah. and then get the real review. So, yeah.
2: I mean, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Cause at what point do you draw the line for these sort of games? I think we've had this discussion several times yeah. in the past whether it's mm. a Battle Royale or an ongoing game. It's 38 mm. reviews there now. The raid's out. It's been out a week. I think that's enough time. And really, yeah. the way the system should work is I should have done it last week but forgot. And that's that's, that's it's, There was no clever logic being applied to it. But Destiny 2 Lightfall, as I said, down to a 73. So we're going to take mm. a look at three uh, synopsis or blurbs from reviews that have been posted. IGN top of the blocks, unsurprisingly... And they didn't post theirs until the 15th of March. So this wouldn't have been there last week. So arguably the mm. big boys would have been cut. But I say get your work in earlier if others are managing to do it. Travis Northup, okay, from IGN. He's the one who done the Hogwarts Legacy Review. Yeah. I had to scramble around to find people to do it. He and he got drafted. People him. down in tools. And Travis went, I'll do it. Mm. And gave it Good a nine. Good old Travis. And really got if- up people. <laughs> Could be a new buddy of the show. He might be. Travis i actually I've listened to Travis on a few podcasts that he's guested on. He mm. sounds like a good guy. He's a big Destiny fan. He does a podcast called The Last Word Podcast, which is a like a Destiny one. He's also on the Bitcast. Oh, plug him on here. Well, bigger, aren't they? So if <laughs> you know they hear this somehow. I don't know. Some at some point, some AI in podcast world's got to start linking podcasts based on the the audio that's going through. So if you say IGN, ah, it should say, yeah. oh, when you listen to IGN's podcast, Idle Game Chat mentioned... That's what I hope for.
0: Mm. So at the start of the every algorithms, sh- years at, in advance.
2: At the start of every show, you just go <laughs> IGN, Game Informer, just reel them all off and hope that they link us. But I don't think that's going to happen. Anyway, big old Travis... A couple of exciting, exciting additions like Strand don't stop Destiny Two Lightfall from feeling like a disappointing step backwards. We talk about Spurs cool. going backwards, and there's yeah, we do. Yeah. Destiny going? At least Destiny had the success to start with. <laughs> arguably, I mean, well, we- well,
0: Spurs did. It was just sixty years ago. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. So- <laughs> I always find it weird that Papers' old man was a Spurs fan. Like. And then they went. They were. they then they went to become like South End fans and got like season yeah. tickets. But always just forget about that little fact that when we were younger, mm. growing up as like Man U fans, me and him, he'd always be yeah. Spurs when we'd play football. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. He'd still beat us even though he was like a pretty dreadful footballer. Like, yeah. And it was two on one, and he'd still somehow <laughs> win sometimes. I don't know what we were playing at, but anyway, it needs to be queried. It does. Six <laughs> out of ten from Travis. So, he's gone below the, the seven sort of watermark and given it that. Matt, yeah. Matt Miller from Game Informer. <clears throat> I may have found the campaign uninspired and its legendary difficulty a slog characterised by bullet spongy foes. That is destiny. I'm sorry. I was like, going
0: to say, you can't criticise it for that. I said yesterday, I think, in the group because someone said, oh, I can't, where was it? So I think someone posted saying the grid, didn't they? Saying oh, it's too easy. someone said it was too easy. Yeah. And I was like, that's, that's exactly the opposite. They want the grind. They, they want don't... the slog. That's what it's all about.
2: Mental. But but an expansion to a game this big is more than just its opening story. Lightfall sets up some strong possibilities narratively and in the gameplay sphere for a rewarding year of adventure ahead. So he's sort of saying, Look, future, this is setting the baseline, not it's given us this in the here and now. Despite some frustrations, Destiny 2 continues to make strides in catering to a diverse player base characterised by... What's that? Des- disparate? Des- what's that word that's not desperate? Disparate? Yeah, what's that mean? Uh, oh, fucking well, you're the hell. Who is like, the language expert? It's like... Disparate different desires. Between oh, different... different yeah, like All different right. variety of desires. Yeah. Okay. So you get grammar in this. Lightfall is hit and miss, <laughs> but any stumble shouldn't be enough to derail players' enthusiasm for continued adventure or the excitement of seeing the epic conclude over the next year. So that's again he's sort of referencing what's coming next year, which is the final. That's the ten-year hmm. plan almost being coming into play. There, it'll be. I think it's twenty fourteen. The, the original it's mental, Destiny. Isn't it? yeah. We're, we're, you know that's what will be be occurring. Matt Miller gave it a seven point eight. I feel like he's let him off the hook there, basically saying, look, he's mm. setting stuff up. And I'm like, well, this isn't a cheap expansion. ain't a tenner. It's like, oh, I'll quickly check on Steam, but I don't know. If it's something more, uh, something of that price. It's got to it be like, at least 40 quid. 40 quid, 40 quid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can yeah. get close to full-blown games for that. Anyway, Matt doesn't care. He, think that's, he thinks that's fine. And the final one, Darren Bombtheus. Sorry, Darren, but you've spelt your Darren with a Y as well, so you're always under the cosh there. I'm not sure what you're playing at. Better than an A. I've seen AA in there. D-A-R-R-A-N. daran I've seen it. Have you? No. Oh, it's crazy what you see sometimes. Anyway, GameSpot. Oh, yeah. Lightfall's new gameplay mechanics and evolved... <laughs> and involved systems position it into, t- into a turning point for Destiny Two, but the expansion is let down by the poor narrative of its campaign. So again, the narrative getting kicked. Basically, why is it now those, getting?
0: It's always been shit. Well, the narrative just, has always yeah. been absolute crap.
2: I'd, well, again, no no knowledge of this. What I will say is that a lot of people felt the Witch Queen was actually a good narrative. So they kind of everyone went, oh, this they, much, they, much they, of they, it. Well,
0: this much of it. They prove they're getting can do credit it. for it. Well. That's not good enough, is it? You can't, no. you can't, you can't judge this. We well, can, and you should, but it's not. Nobody's playing this for this like deep Last of Us tale, no. like of well, it, it. Ain't there for that, and it ain't ever really offered that, other than what you said in sort of little tiny snippets. I would suggest. Mm. So
2: well, who knows? Maybe there'll be a TV ad- adaptation of this, and to go, "Good oh, Lord!" would play, we'd play Cade don't know. Who plays robots oh. and other things? Who's a wisecracker? I don't, I don't... Arnie. <laughs> I don't think Arnie will be able to do that He role. played robots. Yeah, he the did. The robot. He did play the Olmert robot. That was, when was, that was about 30 years ago. Longer than that. Longer than that. It's 40-odd, isn't it? Jesus. Anyway, Darren <laughs> gave it a seven with a wire. Yeah. So thank you, Darren, for your input there. And that's where it leaves it on a 73. It's, it's tumbled down, but not great for those involved. Uh, Paper got himself on the mark with Bayonetta Origins, Ceresa uh, and the Lost Demon. I mean, I don't know what we're doing with these names. And this was a this is like a prequel to Bayonetta. It's not an action game, which most people will have associated uh, Bayonetta with. Sitting on a seventy nine, mm. so below the minimum standard that's usually set within the mm. the gaming mm. world. Paper. Moves underneath his sort of 70 80 average of that as well, so he won't be too happy. But mm. here's a handful of the blurbs Michael Hyam, IGN. Yep. Bayonet Origins is a beautiful storybook brought to life as an imaginative action adventure full of childlike wonder and endless charm. Where do they
0: come up with this, bollocks, by the way? Like,
2: I'd say, slight. They're asking that Bing to do it, I reckon.
0: TV. Okay. Yeah, they're
2: going, look, I've said this. Can you make this sound better? And it'll go. There you go. Use use childlike wonder as a phrase. And they're like, yep, yeah, endless charm. Thank you.
0: It's weird. I do find it weird though. Mm. Like some of the language they choose to use in these video games. Like, and we're not talking about. We're talking about like a Bayonetta prequel, and it's like all the language getting chucked out there. I just think it's a bit of a show off, isn't it?
2: Well, it's like. Look, is that not right? It la- is. Well. Let's, no. let's write in a novel. A review though. Well, there is that. Maybe I don't know. Michael's gone Child for a while.
0: Like wonder. Well,
2: anyway. You know. Go on. Carry on. Uh David Jenkins at the Metro. So our boys and gals over there. So David's the big king over there. D man, I call him. Don't call me Dave, he says. <laughs> I'll call you Dave now, Jenks. Um a peculiarly pitched spin off. That has almost nothing to interest Bayonetta fans and instead offers an okami light experience that is so underwhelming, it almost seems to run an autopilot. Five out of ten. And that's Fractal. why, I, that's why I, I like to just, if these Metro ones appear and they're high up, I like to read them because, well, they will, they're always read in order anyway. But they do mm. use that scale more, I would say, in line with the full scale than others. Like, 5 out of 10, you'd be struggling to see that on most review sites mm. unless the game was fundamentally broken. But Dave Boy mm. says, look, that's on autopilot, 5 out of 10. So he's not happy with it. And he's unusually and Metro pro Nintendo. So not not pleased with that particular one. Marcus Stewart from Gameform is the final one. Much like Sarisa herself, out Origins doesn't look like much on the surface, but I smiled more and more as its potential bubbled up to the surface. This is an exceptional and refreshing change of pace for the franchise, and you don't even need to be a fan of the series or the action genre to enjoy it. Don't underestimate what this pint sized spellcaster and her denomin- <laughs> demonic partner have to offer. 8.8 out of 10 for Mr. Stewart.
0: Good lord. Pint sized. The real range.
2: Wow. So look, that's sitting there on that switch. We know it doesn't get booted up very often, but does Bayonetta Origins tempt you over? They're saying it's not for people that are fans of the series, old Mr. Stewart here, and that you haven't even got to be a fan of action games. Your little nice adventure, little palette cleanser. No. Well, I think... That yeah, that, that
0: Nintendo ain't for palette cleansing.
1: <laughs> no? Is
0: it? Not, not in my view, no. That's what... Game passes for largely right, yeah. 98% of palate cleansing will be done on that.
2: Mm, find um, some old cack on there and hope I it's, not, hope it's oh, not 30 what? hours
0: again. I do need a palate cleanser. I've played some long games lately. Yes, football manager's getting to me.
2: Is that um, not a palate cleanse though? Footy manager, that feel no, nah. no,
0: no. I mean, it can, it's, it's not stressful, but sometimes you just need it's like. It's just too, it's endless. That's yeah. the problem with it. So you can just go for 12 hours one day and be like, right, next day, 12 hours. Like It can be like that. I've played God of War, Ragnarok, yeah. and Hogwarts Legacies in flight. So yeah. some chunky games there after this. Hi-Fi Rush as well, which wasn't, well, it was planned. sort of semi, it wasn't planned and it wasn't, it was semi-pallet cleanser, but not no. really what I'd class as a real pallet cleanser. So no. there is room for one. If one can surface,
2: but... Not putting hand in pocket for it, Oh yeah, That's the thing. It, was, well, it
0: shouldn't have to. you already put in hand in pocket for Phil. Yeah. I mean, technically, it is hand in pocket. But nothing's cropping up there on that game pass. It's been...
2: Well, here's the thing. I don't yeah. know if you agree with this. When I, when I say I put money into Phil, I go, look, is whatever it is a month or pay yeah. for years up front. I say, here's my money. I don't know what you're going to give me. <laughs> that's that's the fact. You're sort of giving him cash up front and saying, do something with it. A loot it. box. I, well, that will come to that, I think, at some point. I always... The way I... My perspective is, he's been... I give him money. He goes off and does something with it and comes back with the goods. Yeah. So when I see that there's going to be took being put on there with money I've given him, it annoys me. Do you share the same kind of a perspective and now I know there's there's more than more value yeah. than what's being offered there but sometimes when mm. I see certain games like when something like Atomic Rush Atomic Heart comes out and it's not all that good I think "Oh, I gave you money and that's that's mm. how you've rewarded me it's probably the wrong perspective but I feel like I'm sort of paying into this system and yeah. then what I get back is what I get back and I expect crap not to be willed out to me but obviously mm. it's impossible with the amount of games on there that you won't get a few duds
0: I mean, I'd largely think as long as I see what I would perceive as a good return on investment, I'm okay with it. Like, Yeah. what? So say it costs me... If I did the full... I think it's like 11 quid a month for the ultimate. Mm. So if you're paying that, you're paying 130 quid, give or take, a bit a year. Yeah. So for that, I reckon if I can play one game a quarter...
2: What if but... they were worth a tenner, though, like Norco was? That was 12 yeah, quid. Yeah, but...
0: The way that I see this is you've got to play it with a long game. So sometimes no, you'll no, get, this is where they get, you know, yeah. we played Outriders, right? If we'd bought that up front, 60, 50, 60 quid.
2: Wouldn't have been bought though. No. Yeah, I know. But and would have saved time. And this is the other thing. The other currency of time, which you don't get back at the end of the month, <laughs>
0: flushed. <laughs> I'm just using that as an example. And it might be arguably a bad example, but it's the only example that comes to mind immediately.
2: I could quite happily erase that game from my memory and not, yeah, I know, it.
0: but it could have been, it could have been saying that we really enjoyed. But it wasn't. So, you, no, it, it wasn't. But if you get a couple of games of that ilk mm. a year, so you get two of those sort of games and a couple of palate palette cleansers. Mm. Like, from your perspective, Persona, right? Yep. Yeah. Right, so you're playing Persona. Mm-hmm. So... So 15 quid Persona, persona.
2: 4 is going on sale for. Yeah, yeah I know, but then just, Persona 5 as well, a little bit more. Wait for a sale, it'll be 15 quid in a few months. All right, I'm just saying. No, you could, But it's there now. <laughs> yeah. You're doing it there and yeah, but now. I, if I'm doing it there and now because I know it's going to disappear one day. This is the other <laughs> thing. <laughs> I, I have to like manage yeah. the schedule and think, right, that's a long game. It should yeah. be on there for a year. So I've got to basically, in my head, I'm like, I've got to at least October, I think. Yeah. As long as I don't pull the plug on it. So then I have to, like, start reorganising things because I'm worried about Phil going, that's coming off. And that's... I wouldn't have played it this year, I don't think. I'd have been quite happy to sit there and not play it. But I thought, this is too good an an opportunity not to. Right. And now we're under pressure with it. it's
0: that good an offer that you'll reprioritise it over other stuff. And you're sitting there criticising the value.
2: Yeah, because it's upsetting my brain. Can't have it both ways. You can't...
0: Ronnie can't go, well... (laughs) I'll do it now because the value's too good to miss out on, and then criticise them for it being too yeah. good. Almost. The main thing. I is know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. You're <laughs> saying that because it's there, it's like things that come on to like a streaming service. You that think
2: fucking hi-fi rush as well? Shadow dropping out of nowhere annoyed me. I was like, oh, no, that wasn't in the plans. No, but that's good. Sometimes I think. It wasn't no, was it?
0: Do, it it was wasn't right. no. It was, it was all right. Um, but it, little disruptors like that are good. No. But I think overall, as long as you get your money's worth, it's fine. You might not. One year, it might be barren lands for your interest. Yeah. The next year, you might get double the value and go, I can't believe how good this has been. It, it, it is, a you know, you, you pay your money and you're right. You do It is a lottery to a certain extent of what they go away and secure and what they think is a good yeah. broad base of games. The one thing that is going for for Game Pass is that they've got indies, they've got racing games, they've got RPGs, they've got action games, they've got shooters They do tend to cater to all the different styles. Mm. That piece of shit that I picked last year, what was it called? Scold. <laughs> what was it? Help me out.
2: <laughs> what was it about? That
0: horror game, didn't that come straight on there?
2: Oh, Scorn. Skold. That's it,
0: yeah. I've forgotten it already. Yeah. Scorn, come out. Day one, there you go. Off your pop. So they do, they, what I'm trying to say
2: is they do... Time wasted, though. Well, they have checkpoints at the back end of the game. Two hours of I'm progress being lost. good. This is my other point. You end up prioritising yeah. value over time. Anyway, That's the the thing that set me off was when I saw that they were going to put Exo Primal on Game Pass, which looks dreadful. And I think, what um, are you doing with my money, Phil? I mean, the way to solve this would just be go month to month. And then if he's not producing the goods, you pull the plug on it.
0: Like, yeah, if I mean, I, you can do that.
2: If but... I'm going to just play, let's say, for argument's sake, Resident Evil 4 Remake, mm. and I think, oh, that'll take me a month to get through. I'm not going to yeah. play anything else. There'd be no reason to have it, but I've done this thing where the, the cheap mode was to, to get up front. Anyway, I'm moaning yeah. for moaning's sake. I'd just like to rattle that cage. <laughs> that's almost like a new religion now, Game Pass.
0: I don't it's, think um... it's perfect, and I think it is slightly, at times, it feels on the deer side. But... If you are interested in an array of games, there is some good value on there. That's mm. my perspective on it. But, like, look at a PeeWee. Like, he's literally ain't interested in 98% of that. So, no. if he was sitting there with it,
2: it'd be wasted. Well, why is he the as the marker now? He hasn't got it. Like,
0: yeah, but he's chucking everything on that PlayStation, which I find a bit odd as the primary. Better controller, is it? I mean, it is. That like, can't be
2: disputed. It's, it's, it's actually quite jarring now. If I play a game mm. on PlayStation with that rumble, even if mm. most games subtly put it in, I pick up that fucking Xbox One controller. Like, what what it just feels like a bit of plastic mm. now. But mm. hopefully Phil will release that, but it'll probably be the Elite version 5 and be 300 quid and then get stick drift after a few months and we'll have to be dealing with that. But yes. anyway... The weekly crap on feel has been achieved. Resident Evil 4. This is the 2023 remake. The reviews have dropped, which I was completely unaware of when the embargo was. I assumed it would be Wednesday, uh, closer to the to the release, but it's not. They're out now, so you can see what the reviews are. You've got this in your team via mm. Adcock, who you picked last. He was left last, actually, if I remember uh, don't, correctly. Look,
0: I'm not going to apologise for that. He's well, done that to
2: himself. Well, to be fair, you didn't make a decision. Parkey did. He, was yeah. the, he got to choose who was the last pick. And he said, look, you can have, you can have Adcock. And in, in placement, he got, I think he chose Salmon. So, Adcock with an 81 versus Salmon's 80. 80. And mm-hmm. also now he's just given us an 89. Uh, sorry, a 92. It's
0: up to so hot Ad- off the press. Adcock. for 93.
2: Up to ninety three, okay. Well there you go. Yeah. That's gonna be floating in around those low yep. low to mid nineties for a while. But anyway, the headline is it's in the it's in the nineties yep. and it's the remake of Resident Evil 4. You've got it, which is a mm-hmm. massive boon. Adcock, as we said, has got it in his team, number one pick for him. Yeah. And um we'll talk about how that shapes up in the in the in the table just in a bit. But let's take a look at some of the, the reviews that are out there. We've got Tristan Ogilar from IGN Resident, the Resident Evil 4 remake is a, is the series' most... What's that? You can't get away with Ogilv. What is it? It can't be. O-G-I-L-V-I-E. O-G- Ogilv. O-Gil-
0: O-G- it's got to be ogilvy When what did you I said say? that, I was
2: <laughs> it can't be that. yeah you're probably right i want to use the first names going forward if that's gonna happen. no i enjoy it so, the resident evil 4 remake is the series's most relentlessly exciting adventure rebuilt refined and released to the full extent of its enormous potential 10 out of 10
0: so talk me through this quickly go on because so, wasn't there a resident evil 4 that come out semi-recently or is that have I got that completely wrong uh,
2: what was the date of it that's a good question I think it was like 2004 is in my head I No, right. but no, they have mm. re-released it um, yeah. several 2005 it was originally they've re-released it several times so it's been out on pretty much every console mm. you can wave your stick at recently they did a VR version of it so that was actually either last year or the year before so you may have seen right. that oh the new mm. Resident Evil 4 VR version which again yeah. is meant to be a very good conversion of that, so mm. we're laughing. Interesting. So yeah, this is a this is the full sort of reimagining, stroke remake of of mm. Resident Evil Four, a game that was nineteen years old, yeah, judging by the dates. Metro mm. Game Central next. Jenkins is back, Dave. More of a reimagining than a straight remake. We're getting really silly of these words, aren't we? Are you
0: for, just? And I know we we'll digress on these, and I'm sorry to ask you questions, but. Um, what would you prefer in these? Like, because you like this series, and I, I, I obviously can't play it. But mm. when they say, oh, you know, they use the it. word remake and reimagining and stuff. Like, mm. what from your perspective would you prefer? Something that's a bit closer to the original, but brought up to date, or something that is a bit more of that kind of in that reimagining territory?
2: I think, I think reimagining is the way to go. Mm. Simply because. Of if you look at the Last of Us Part One, the remake, what's the point? You, you have to you then have to deal with all that fucking gobshites that can't. Oh, mm. Why? He's like, well, you, you going to play it? No. Well, don't worry about it Don't worry about it. It'll on PC soon. They'll play it. So I think the reimagining is the way to do it from. A perspective of oh let's make the game interesting to the audience but it does depend game by game yeah. like something like metal gear side one needs to be reimagined you cannot just port that game up and shine <laughs> it up it just won't work fundamentally it yeah. needs to be it needs to be redone so re- so resident evil 2 is the best example of that you got resident evil 2 og back in the 90s like this tank controlled fixed camera based game yeah. completely re-engineered and brought into a third person, over-the-shoulder, modernized kind of survival yeah. horror genre. I have still maintained one of the my well, my fa one of my favourite games of the last generation. So that's the ultimate version of a reimagining. When you've got games so mm. old that the mechanics really You don't yeah, want to be wheeling yeah. around tank uh, people say, Oh, they're great still. No, they're not They're not great in twenty twenty three, I'm sorry. And Resident Evil 2 showed exactly why that game was Light years in front of that of that game. It's mm. Probably the best Resident Evil game to date, I would say. And the best one ever made. Well, you could argue maybe oh, seven or eight because yeah. they're first person, but I prefer Over the shoulder, So I'll always say that's yeah. my favourite and it's such mm. a great game, almost universally acclaimed like this one. So yeah, yeah. The, re- the reimagining remake, I'm kind of... I think you have to keep some of the core elements and you want to straddle the line of that mm. and a, a straight remake makes sense for some games like mm. what blue point did with shadow of the colossus that was probably the right decision but even that they, they like cleaned up the controls a little bit but that's still as great a game that is and it really is a great game mm. it still feels a bit archaic at times because they've mm. retained all the sort of original mm. core controls and, and mechanics so it really does depend on the original game, I'd say. The source material is yeah, ultimately yeah. the key. Like, The Last mm. of Us Part 1 was remade, a straight technical remake. Didn't really need the mechanics change because it was competent. There's mm. all these things that have happened in the last couple of generations that have modernised and standardised controller setups, controller layouts, how cameras work, etc., mm. etc., cetera, et cetera, in 3D spaces. And anything that's sort of pushing against those... I guess what... Uh, pushing against those standards... need to be be re-looked at. Um, Yeah, yeah. Whereas Resident Evil 4, the original, widely seen as one of the trendsetters for modern-day third-person games. So there's actually not so much to do on that front other than, you Mm. know, you can kind of move and shoot now, which was one of the things that would be a sticking point. So, yeah, that's my long answer to that. No, I think it's just
0: interesting to understand what... And you're right, I think, when you say it depends on the game
1: and the type of game, the age and everything.
2: if the story in the original is CAC... Why not reimagine it? Why not take fucking liberties with it? Really? Yeah. Because you're not hurting yeah. anyone at that stage. Mm. Like that's why the last I yeah. didn't fuck about of it. They went, nah. We're not even gonna change yeah. one fucking breath of this script. It's gonna stay exactly the same. Because- yeah, because it's the right decision. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> it's just some people and you still see it today
0: with things like Goldeneye or whatever. They're just sort of like it's almost like this you can't touch it. And that so, needs touching. Well, that needs absolutely yeah.
2: ripping up and re redoing like it's
0: garbage like when you look at that and people (laughs) are trying to play on like the old control settings it's like why can't we just accept that things are better now and it's okay for that to be the way like it's okay for that like you can say that was brilliant at the time yes Yes. but now things have moved on like i've always said things just like aiming down sights like it's clearly better that way so can we just universally accept that and install it like and things like that, but everyone goes, oh, no, it's, you know, because of the whole sort of retro nature of it and everything. It's like, well, go it's... and play it on the bloody N64 then and get back to me. Like, yeah, it's... go and
2: play on your five frame. Yeah, I mean, I I totally, completely agree with that. It's a real, mm. there's no harm in, in in saying, you know, for for a modern-day release or mm. nowadays we would do things differently. Same, um, mm. same But, but it... on brakes on cars. Cars have got better. Are you they? don't
0: want to go and get in a 1970s car and go, that in every single way is better it ain't ain't safer safer. and you will drive it and you'll go cool this feels 50 years old like what you would you would go if you had the choice and someone went oh we can give you that like the the new minis whatever it is you can hark it back to that and go they've taken it kept Mm. the essence and gone there you go and people love it i just find the idea that Some people think you can't touch this stuff, strange.
2: I think where I can understand the perspective of where the original game's not available somewhere to play, like on a modern Mm. platform, because then you're kind Mm. of replacing it. Yeah. And, you know, there's nostalgia built into all sorts of games and people want to play those. I think that's that's totally fair, but I don't Mm. think the new version or the updated version should not exist because of that. Yeah, absolutely. It's not down to the people making that new product to... Think, a race. To, to, you, know, yeah. you know. the guys that own the license and the you know for the original should be sorting that out. Which may mm. be the same overall company, but the people on the ground making the game won't be the same. The same personnel. So yeah, people do get attached to old stuff, and I see it. And I do wonder if in twenty years' time there'll be games that relate because I kind of see the three hundred and sixty and PS three era where things got started to get ironed out properly. On consoles, mm. at least, for like controlling yep. and, and button mapping mm. and things like that. And then PS4 and Xbox One, it was like, okay, we kind of understand the standards now. Anything outside of that will be seen as an outlier and often is called out. And we just mm. continue that. I think that's a good place to be in, that you can pick up a controller depending on the perspective and the type of game it is. And usually, without even mm. needing to be looking at any button prompts, you could work out the basics yourself. Yeah, And I think that's handy just to to have that because it works. There's no Mm. point messing around with things that don't work. So, yeah, there's definitely – I wish things were preserved better. So that's the only thing I would say. The old stuff does deserve to be around in its old ways, even if it's Mm. just to teach people don't do this anymore because it don't don't work.
0: (laughs) Keep the mistakes out there to remind you. Not to dabble with it again.
2: But I'm always pro remake, slash, reimagine slash remaster. I'm like, get everything onto current platforms in its best shape. And yeah. if I want to play it, I'll play it. If I don't, I'll leave it. It's really not mm-hmm. it's really not a big deal to me. But um yeah. That's that. Davey boy, where were we? Oh, sorry. more more of a reimagining than a straight remake, but despite the difficulty in recapturing lightning in the bottles, this is what people think of it, this is both a loving tribute to the original Resident Evil 4 and a great game in its own right. Nine out of tens. That's high praise from Metro. They'll only give Nintendo stuff 10 out of 10, so that's about as high as it could have expected. (laughs) Blake Hester of Game Informer. The Resident Evil 4 remake is about everything I could have wanted. 9.5 out of 10. Good review. Well, we blame Blake for that. That could be Open Creek using whatever, just pulling out a really poor version of it. But the way Mm. this sort of area works is that that's how it goes. But, yeah, I mean, I don't need to say that if I'm interested in this, I'm absolutely looking forward to this now. I do wait on reviews just in case there's some sort of technical disaster. But, you know, a 92 Mm. stroke 93 doesn't suggest that and just reading the, no. the small passages suggests this is just on target to be as good as resident evil 2 remake so i'm 100 percent committed to doing this i stayed off playing the demo There was a demo Ooh. that released a few and i was like shall i and i was like yeah. why i was like why is like, it even spoil the fucking feeling it? Yeah. like it's a couple of weeks away you do that if it was yeah, a few I've... months away i would but it was literally like 14 days i was like i can wait like I've got... Why do you think they do demos? That seems like a strange thing. It's a bit of a doesn't really happen these days, does it? But no. I suppose it's to build hype and it's a marketing tool more than anything else. I don't. I don't think it's really for people to try the game. And go, oh, I don't know if I like this because it's such no. a small segment of the game that I think it's more just to get content built out. Would you, you like? Th- you think the amount of people like that demos? made videos? What Do you think?
0: I, think it those... used to be, I used to go and get PlayStation magazine and get me little demo in yeah. a CD and play all the little demos on there. What cost does that come at? I don't know. I didn't pay for it.
2: it no, I mean, in terms of, like, does that cost us something down the line? Do the game in God say, mm. we well, can't have demos and the game, so there's going to be a 10% knocking quality of the game. If it's just an added extra, the way you're positioning it, then there's, yeah. no, there's no reason not to say, yeah, absolutely. I'm not, would I you play them? I think there's a couple of things I would, but... Only things I'm not sure of. but Even I get frustrated with demos because they're always like chuck you in, you know, some That's way some through random. The, yeah, point. and you don't yeah. get context of the way the controls. what you don't get to build your repertoire. Usually, they just chuck a load of powers on you and stuff, and you're like, like mm. "Full spoken," for example. That turned out not to be that great in terms of reviews and something that I was kind of cold on anyway. But the, the demo yeah. just made it worse for me because it had, it's got quite a complex <laughs> magic system, and it just sort of drops yeah. you in there with too much stuff to do no context of how the world works so you just sort of I was running around I was like this is not enjoyable but um, the game itself seemingly wasn't up to snuff anyway so yeah I think they'll be handy I don't know if I would necessarily take as much advantage of it as others Mm. uh, but people will argue that when you've got game pass you can try those games as as a penalty but you know Ronnie (coughs) Ronnie don't do that I don't want fucking one achievement for a game that I tried and didn't like pathetic (laughs) handle that anyway he's an
0: interesting character ronnie i like to get his perspective on things to see uh to see what's what
2: uh resident evil 4 for you is it gonna be watched no. at least
0: yeah okay yeah they, so oh yeah 100 percent. yeah it'll get watched um i find them interesting to watch i don't know why we've been through this it happens yeah steve can allow it yeah um but, uh, yeah, I, I'm weirdly, I look forward to it as well. I look yeah. forward to people streaming it so I can watch it.
2: Good. Excellent. Right. How does that leave the Fantasy Gaming League in terms of updates? So the Grand Prix, Biff's still in the lead. He's one with six games out, 459 points. Salmon in second with five games out, 387. Paper, four games out, 316. Adcock now moves up. He's got three games out. Two hundred and fifty-three. I guess the, the startling statistic here is he's got an average of 84. The highest or closest to him is Salmon and Paper for 79. Mm. So if he can keep that up, which is a big ask. Cause I mean, if you look at the rest of his team, he's got stuff like Death Stranding 2 in there, which ain't coming, and Hades 2, which ain't coming. So he needs some work there. Hall sitting down in fifth, two games out, average of 77, and a score of 149. And then we go into the championship your main interest here, yeah. Four games out, so you've got a, you've got a game advantage over Parky. Average of eighty-seven mm. after four points, three hundred forty-one. One transfer made. Parky on yeah. three games, an average of seventy-eight, two hundred thirty-four points. You're a hundred and seven points in front of him. Meaning, if from now until the end of this, which is a long, long way to go, you just matched whatever Parky got, you would win. That is, this feels like Arsenal now. Like, should, should be seeing this through, but can still blow it because there's still a lot of time to go in reality. So how do you feel For about this?
0: experience. This, this is a th- getting in the lead and trying to stay there. They always say it's a hard thing, isn't it? Can mm. they blow it? Um, whereas Parky has been there and done it. So, you know, I, we, when I looked at that, Lineup I had, I, I, and we've been through this. I've pinpointed that Homeworld three yeah. and Suicide Squad as the liabilities. Yep. Suicide yep. Squad gone, yep. so dealt with. That Homeworld three is still a bit of a concern, but I think other than that, hmm. I remain relatively confident we should score reasonably well.
2: Yeah, I mean we've got Star Wars coming up in the next sort of month or month and change. Mm, Zelda, yeah. Zelda lurking. Final Fantasy Sixteen, Pikmin 4, Football Manager, all sound solid-ish. And then Homeworld 3, which is probably the outlier, as you said.
0: Yeah, basically. But the good thing is, um, if I can get, you know, if if I can get a couple more games out, get ahead a little bit more, that takes the pressure off of Homeworld a little bit. Um, And then I can be less concerned about, do I need to sub it? And if so, what for?
2: Hmm. I'll ask you this question. You have to answer in case Parky listens. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, what would the does that mean? You just you'd be it'd be more options for you to transfer out, or would you be more inclined to leave it? More inclined
0: it, to leave it because
2: it, it, it's always a gamble. Be a, could when be a forty. Well,
0: it could, but it's unlikely you'll get that low. Um, I've seen it. You know, it looks like well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> theoretically, the lowest it would go, I would think, would be high sixties. Like, it's likely to drop somewhere in that 70 mark, I think, anywhere in that range. That would be my calculated gamble for it. So whatever you're doing, again, you're kind of going, hmm, mm-hmm. I, need, I need something that's probably 85 or above to make that worthwhile because of the penalty. And it's all that whole thing. So it's like, if and I want to give paper a chance with it because (laughs) let me tell you now, if I sub that game out and it does well, I will not hear the end of it. No, you won't. (laughs) So, but conversely, if I can leave it in, it does shy and I still win. Mm. I get all the bragging rights because I could go to paper and go, you nearly cost me. I'll put faith in you. Yeah. Yeah. I've still won it. Yeah. So that's the ideal scenario that I want to go for, but I need to get enough credit in the bank to make it a viable option.
2: Interesting. Well, we're gonna call this segment to a close. Yeah. That'll do us. Now, live reactions from you on yeah. this one. You may feel slighted yeah. in some ways. That pissed returned. Yeah. That pissed Atkins came back and he said, Give me that Hogwarts legacy. Yeah. So that is what's happening after this. Alright. You've been cut. I'm not, uh, that's fine. <laughs> takes the pressure off, doesn't it? Well, that, I, I asked you in the week, like, how, how are you getting on? He's like, I'm 25% through the main campaign or something. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. I ain't going I I, to give him the hurry up, so I'm just going to leave him to it.
0: Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I, I I don't know at what point I'd be ready to review that. It's taking me – I'm probably taking my time with yeah. it, I think, more than anything. That's and I'm not in it. any real rush to, to see it through. Um So, yeah. Get in there whilst it's still cool. Yep. I would say.
2: So we've got Hogwarts Legacy coming courtesy of Mr. Adkins, who's played it through to credits and done various side activities and whatnot. So you'll hear all about that for the back half of this podcast. So Logan and I are going to tap out. I'll be back, but we'll see you on the other side. Here we are then, back with some idle game chat to close down this edition of the podcast. Joined by the four-time gaming quiz champion, it's Tom Atkins. Night Cock. How's it going? I'm very good, mate. Yourself? All good. All the better for speaking to you about a little-known game called Hogwarts Legacy. Hogwarts. Cool. So we're here to dissect what's going That's- on there. Um, yeah. Lots of noise. Tards
3: on the table. Well, this is there what we we'll get. There
2: ain't no th- fucking table. <laughs> there ain't no table for this one, but obviously lots of noise outside of that. But we're here to talk yes. about the video game itself. You've rattled through and completed it, and we'll get into perhaps some specifics on that later. But as mm. this is a Harry Potter game, mm. I think the, the sensible place to start with these cards on these tables is. What's going on with you in this Potter universe? Potter universe. You know, wizarding world. I don't know. I don't... I've
3: I've only seen the films myself. Yeah, and that's it. That's all I... I have I seen them? Yeah, I've seen them all, I think. I, Yeah, I have seen them. I'm not a huge lover of them, to be honest. You're right, aren't they? are
2: alright are not like well,
3: they are fine, yeah. you got to read the
2: books, them. though. Yeah, well, I ain't yeah, going to. that's the so... thing. I ain't
3: going to read them books. What not happening. But like... it was sort of, you had bit like Star Wars and Star Trek, you. I felt you had um, Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, mm. <laughs> but then you're neither, so... have
2: got, both got goblins in them, that's why I don't yeah, like it. Exactly.
3: Him. So I was sort of always never really got into the old wizarding world. Um, I watched them as a kid, I, my, one of my first memories was going to see the Philosopher's Stone at the cinema. They got the ticket somewhere, it was about £2.30 it was. Was that 2001? God, yeah, it was yeah, two thousand and one. Cool, So
2: Did you not read the books even as a young? Cause I didn't when I was younger. I don't one.
3: remember. No, people say, "Oh yeah, we read them at school." I don't remember. Well, I, it they
2: didn't. At I didn't get that presented to me. No, of mice like and men. Of mice all, and men
3: was
2: it? That's all I remember from it. And they did the old what's his name Shakespeare stuff oh, as well. Oh, cool Hamlet and all
3: that. Hamlet. I just yeah. remember singing Samson, shave your nut in the symphony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that was but, left to it. was it. But no, um yeah, I watched all the film. I remember watching the films because the missus was into Harry Potter and we were going to we went to that Harry Potter world in London. So yes. I thought, like, well, if I'm gonna spend a fucking day there, I suppose i better watch these bastards. So I've <laughs> done a typical Atkins franchise clear down and watched all the fucking films. <laughs> I was like, right, lock that in. Then was it just before this game came out? I watched those Fantastic Beast films. They're yeah. a bit of shit as well, but I <laughs> just uh, I wanted to get through and get some hype. But the I was saying about this game that like I get a it just looked quite interesting uh, as an RPG. Like yeah. we hear these games, they go, "Oh, we're going to do a Lord of the Rings RPG, and we're going to do a fucking Star Wars RPG." It don't really matter what franchise it is. I think, oh, I'll give it a go. Yeah. But I don't know. Just the more, I saw of this game. I sort of thought, well, I'm not a huge fan of the series, but it looks like it it could suck you in, and mm. and I don't know. It's just something. It looked a bit decent to me, a little bit decent. So it a little bit. But yeah, I've got decent. no history with games. I think I may have had the Philosopher's Stone on PS2. yeah those old yeah, Lego Oh, the Lego one. Yeah, I, I don't think I've played them. No. No. <laughs> but there was a Philosopher's Stone game. It was like it was EA. It was, if I remember rightly. Mm. All I can remember it being in Hogwarts, and you got you weren't allowed out your room past a certain time. You get Fucking yeah. told off or sent a master. But that's all. That is my history. That is my cards on the table. Interesting. So that's
2: the IP side of things. Mm. Now, Avalanche Software, not to be cool. confused with Avalanche Studios, which is a that's common mistake. Ex- I've done it several I times did. throughout when the I, years. When
3: I heard this, I was like, oh, well, they've got open world background." Just you Cause, know, Mad just Max, cool. Rage they, 2. Nope. No. No. Instead, we get Cars. <laughs> Two, Ca- cars
2: 3, cars free Driven to Win, Invi- Di- Disney Infinity 3, Disney Infinity 2, Disney Infinity, and then Cars 2. That's the last games over um, the last 11 or 12 years that they've been. Toy Story 3 is what well they chucked out as well, so that's what out. they've been up to.
3: I mean, it's a fucking recipe for absolute success <laughs> in financially, but... You get these shoes like I suppose when when uh, Gorilla when they were like, Right, yeah, we are known for kill zone, we're gonna make Shit. an open world game about robot dinosaurs. Ridiculous. Off the kills. Everyone's head like at that. what the fuck? Yeah. and there you go. So I suppose get these studios Who's next? That fucking play dead who do uh ins- Inside. Inside that, get them on a fucking MMO. See what happens there. <laughs> see what they're up to. <laughs> see if they can cut their chops in that competitive but, world. No, I was so I was so confused. I was like, right, okay, this seems strange. I played never, any of their games? <laughs> no, not played any of their games. Not my cup of tea. No, they've gone through a franchise I'm not hugely in love on. Yeah. Why? Why have I gone and bought this game for? F- however much I paid? Fifty quid. Fifty quid?
2: Lurking on their, those physical sales. How long do you think you spent with the game? I spent... Does, does it have a, a clock band. in there, like an internal it, one?
3: Well, it, is it nonsense. does. It does, but it's one of these ones where it's only when you're playing the game and not in the menus. Well, you spent half these games in menus, exactly. I find. Exactly. So after, after <laughs> this fucking game I was in the menus, because it's... Uh, yeah, oh, we'll get into this, but it's an absolute clear-down merchant, to my liking. Mm. But um, yeah, so I'm constantly in the menu. So it didn't, didn't doesn't record that, and plus that fucking PS5 timer things all over the fucking show. Yeah, but I think when I when I clock credits, my timer in the game—this is not in menus—was about forty-five hours. So I, okay. get, I I reckon I'm around the fifty-hour mark. I'd say. Okay. Just just shy of it, maybe.
2: In terms of a clear down, how much? How far did you go with that?
3: Was it was it the full works or was it a seventy
2: five percent jobby or fifty per cent jobby?
3: Bob on you've got it right oh. there. Literally there is an overall um clear down merchant who sits at the bottom and goes, Oh, it is just gone, and it gives you a nice little round figure, which I'm I do like. And yeah, I'm currently on 75 percent, so nice. I've probably still got another thirty hours left of it. It's a big fucker, but yeah. um that is still on the agenda, to be honest. But it, nice. I am now literally you know, picking up dog shit. I'm onto Assassin's Creed level of flower collecting. and <laughs> Picking up dog shit. That should be a side question. It? Pick, it should.
2: Clean up the community. Pick up the dog shit that's been left <laughs> with. It I could do with it round here. Some of the cunts dropping the, yeah, just should. leaving it. Fuck I me. I, there's footpaths. Yeah, they are. poor. Must be worse they? for you when you take kids out for walks. You have to dodge them around I'm all the shit.
3: Fucking catch it all over me, fucking <laughs> stones. There's a cat that keeps shitting in my garden. You got Kimbo. You
2: should be seeing it off. I have a cat. Know, Protect he's the territory. The
3: little fucker.
2: But <laughs> no, it's <is> bad. <laughs> anyway, no picking up of shit. But I understand the sentiment that yeah. <laughs> you get to that level. Um, anything? We played it on PS5. Was, with PS five. Uh, um any other <laughs> relevant information at the start of this that you feels like a mm. cards on the table jobby before
3: Cards on the Table. No, it wasn't really any I don't know, I don't I seem to forget I've got an Xbox. I seem to any new <laughs> game I seem to buy on my PS five. And I suppose it is you know normally I'd have the argument that that's just an Xbox Game Pass fodder, but I don't mm. even have that at the minute, so No, yeah it's not getting played. But um no, the I, I guess I can claim I didn't, but claim that the controller does have extra benefits in its dual sense, and there is quite a lot of um, audio that comes out of the controller throughout mm. this game. Even like every time you fucking use Cast your a wand, spell, it, yeah. yeah, it goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I can't really think of any no. anything to get off my chest. No, just uh, it, uh, this is quite a blind sort of playthrough, and. Yeah. I just, I really, before the game, I'd even made a decision that I was going to really lay into the um, uh, role-playing elements of this game. I'd already decided that my my character was going to be a little cunt. Um, <laughs> I named him. I, it was the first name that came into my head, and he was called Levictus DeMoy.
2: Levictus <laughs> DeMoy, bloody I hell. I don't
3: know what he was. It was, the first name that came to my head, and then um, a mate of mine, Googled Des Moines or something and it was like a Latin name for a charming man or something. I was like, oh that oh. seems that seems quite fitting. Bloody but Mo- um Andy Yeah, yeah, I just sort of went into it blind and I watched quite a lot of previews and that's what sucked me in. But yeah. other than that, to be honest, I mean, no, no, nothing else is thing, I just well, I just went in blind, basically.
2: That's sometimes the way to do it, isn't it? It's the way to sometimes mm. do business.
3: So let's talk about
2: the, the narrative and the story the because yeah. I understand it's set before the films I don't know if it's set before Fantastic Beasts or whatever it's whatever they're called yeah oh, that the was quite, no,
3: I think it is yeah because that's that's set today no, it's miles before actually yeah I think Fantastic Beasts is set for the films yeah the the main Harry Potter films that's set in like the 30s 1930s I believe yeah and then this game is set in the 1800s I think okay
2: so, so yeah, it's fucking long old yeah
3: but there are connections like the headmaster that's in the game, hmm. um, played by or voice by, sorry, Simon Pegg. Yep, he is that. Like, his face is there's a picture of him in I don't know Dumbledore's room or something, or in the films. There's like a picture. Okay. And, um, yeah, so he's in there. So um, you, wouldn't, so you are... wouldn't
2: you wouldn't know that unless you would sort of seen no, or read that. No, like, oh, no. Okay, exactly. so it, doesn't, it doesn't come out and expressly say, "Oh look," or make that connection. It's just like if you if you knew that, or
3: yeah, someone
2: you'd read on the internet and saw it, you'd notice exactly, that. Yeah. So oh, what okay. I did.
3: I like, oh, fucking hell! So there are and uh, like obviously all the houses. Kindred, yeah, exactly. that. there are. Um, there's, yeah, like the, all the houses are the same. And there was a video I watched after, and it was like a comparison between the. Parts in the, like the Hogwarts Castle and the areas in the game compared to the movie, and it was like. I was like, God, I didn't I, like, cause it'd been about five years since I went, I've watched the films. Yeah. Um, I really was like, Oh fucking hell. They really have made it like l- almost fucking like for like. It's really is incredible. Hmm. Um, so but yeah, there's, there, there's so much fucking Easter eggs and lore for the real potter nerds. Well,
2: those potheads. What's the basic <laughs> kind of setup for the story then? Obviously you're, you, so you're, you're rock a up
3: fifth a... year. It's a bit of a weird, uh, imagine someone like a uh, year five rocking up in the middle of Waker primary. Um, you go, what's there? So, yeah, you do, you're, I don't think you're an exchange student, but you just you just all of a sudden come into in the fifth year of your fucking... I don't know if they have a, do they Do they have a, a different of kind of kids. Is there a kez hell I don't know, they might be. I
2: don't know if it's a
3: primary care. school. I just think, well, quite, he was quite young, wasn't he, when Harry went there? So... Is it a primary school or is it one of these I ones where they all stay?
2: I think it's like you go and you're school. about 11 or something and then you do five it? or six that years. I think it's more of a... Well, by the end of it, like, he's like 30. Yeah, that's but... true. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> oh, no, that's just Turns time into passed. fucking
3: Dumbledore. So, yeah, so it must be taken, But, yeah, you come in as a fifth year and um, you're sort of a bit renowned, like a bit of people know you. You're like, oh, it's this snooping. Oh, but it's Moises, all well do... known. No, it's all to do with this ancient magic. Um, you can straight off the bat, you can see this thing called ancient magic, mm. which is like something it backs dates to all the old um, founders of the the um, t- the cup, the houses in the school mm. and stuff. Um, and it's there's like this story over. I, I, I be, to be honest, the story is probably its weakest point. Um, not mm. that it's, it's serviceable. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those stories where it's that you're not playing it for that. It's it's, it's, it's no. a narrative driven game, but yeah, it's not one of its strongest points to be honest. But yeah, so you're you come into the into the Hogwarts life as a, a fifth year student, and then there's some sort of like bad. It is the the goblins of it pretty right, much starts yeah. the same as *Philosopher's Stone*, where they go into that um. Uh, what is it? That bank thing? Do yeah, you Remember yeah. that in the film when they yeah. go down to the revolt, they do the same here. And there's like a book that's missing, okay. and it's all about like this. Basically, it's the goblins are doing like starting like a revolution against the wizards, and this oh. goblin wants wants this ancient magic so he can take over Hogwarts basically and get rid of the wizard kind. Yeah. So it's pretty much a sort of standard box standard story. You got your you're a sort of villain, and yeah, your protagonist. And there's some good, decent characters along the way. There's like characters that are like Weasleys. Like I say, there's there's oh. so much for the for the for the party
2: Not those you, fucking idiots.
3: Those well, not them, but they, I don't want
2: their f- ancestors in it. I don't want that family. No. want that family wiped off the earth. <laughs>
3: They're lurking. They're lurking. um, Yeah, so that's pretty much the basic premise. Just typical sort of bad, bad baddie versus thing. But yeah, basically it's goblins. So what's a goblin? So what's a goblin?
2: (laughs) Goblins are bad. Here's what the store page says on the PlayStation Store: Hogwarts Legacy is an open-world action RPG set. Set in the world first introduced in the Harry Potter books, embark on a journey through familiar and new locations as you explore and discover magical beasts, customize your character and craft potions, master spell casting, upgrade talents, and become the wizard you want to be. Experience Hogwarts in the 1800s. Your character is a student who holds the key to an ancient secret that threatens to tear the wizarding world apart. Make allies. Battle dark wizards and ultimately decide the fate of the wizarding world. Your legacy is what you make of it. Live the unwritten. Ooh. So that to me, like you can tell me if this is right or wrong. That says there's... doesn't say that explicitly, but that was... I'll read that and think, oh, is there choice and consequence lurking in this? And This
3: is the big thing. I, like I said, I really wanted to go into it with this sense of RPG. I wanted to be the biggest cunt in the school. I was going to be, what was his name? Dumbledore. The sh- no. no, the little shit. Morrow, the, the, Morrow, was it yeah. Morrow. Uh, Malfoy. Malfoy. Okay. <laughs> yes, it, Drake, Draco Malfoy was it? Well, he, yes, yep. it. there you go. <laughs> I wanted to be his worst older brother, basically. Right. <laughs> um, but it didn't allow me... It says there, decide what you're doing. It didn't allow me enough. I, I wasn't satisfied enough throughout the game Yeah, with the choices that I could make. You could you add your typical, you know... Um, Witcher-esque conversations where you had different options and you could yeah. be a bit of a cunt but they were never ones that were too deep it always seemed to sort of pick you back up again and, re- and make you a nice person I was like ah oh, it's pushing me towards being nice mm. I want to be a cunt where they're going Oi. yeah, I had do a side quest for a girl and it was going to collect these fucking balls I can't remember what they were and at the end of it you could give them you could, got collecting choice, you balls have, for
2: give, a woman you say <laughs> exactly
3: <laughs> Give it, you can either give them back or take them so I was like right well I'll take them yeah and that I felt a bit there I was like, all right it's starting to do it but whenever it was a main choice and you had those options it would sort of you'd, you'd go to say like a sort of angry response and mm. then they'd sort of calm it around and it wouldn't be so bad you wouldn't sort of like damage any relationships because of it there's no lasting consequence no, though, at least see, on the main think- path yeah, I think, like, my head was expecting it to be a bit like fucking um, Outer Worlds or something where, you know, you really could kill it. Yeah, or NPC. like Mass Effect if you've got a Mass renegade effect, run exactly. through. Like, yeah, yeah. that's the thing. You don't have a morality system in this, which I thought it would have probably benefited from, really. Mm. But it did, it, there are sort of, Multiple endings, as I believe that you know you can go down that sort of line, but there it's not something that you know you could literally make that last decision. You could be good the whole way and then make a, a decision, right? And and think it's not there's no morality. But I thought that that probably could, to be honest, that would have probably done it a bit more favour.
2: Yeah, interesting. Um On the technical side, did we have a sixty mm. FPS mode?
3: Available on the PS5. It did. We did have a plethora. Uh, I didn't really play around too much of it, to be honest. I think that, uh, I'm pretty sure it was. I think it was another one of them, like four modes where it had performance and and resolution. I, did it have a ray tracing? I don't really remember the ray tracing mode.
2: No, I don't. To be yeah. honest, these days I don't touch the ray Unless It's like no. 60 FPS with ray tracing, like Insomniac sometimes do, like a hybrid. Mm. I don't bother, like because it's just. So, you turn it on to 60, you think, I'll just look at the ray tracing mode, it doesn't matter how nice it looks, it feels so awful. It
3: feels it's- nice, right, so there, now there is, so you've got fidelity mode, ah, okay, yeah, there it was, I meant fidelity with ray tracing, performance, balanced. And HFR performance, which gives you about 60-70. Because yeah, mm. I think there's a 120 mode. I think it's quite a fair old amount. But I just stuck it on people. performance, so it was. Yeah. I don't know what it was, probably 1440p at 60. It looked good enough for me. It's it's quite a very good looking game to be honest for how well they've made the world look. Yeah. Um. And the, that that castle that is it's incredible strong point. Yeah. Well, um, it's
2: not it's not out. Delay, is not they? The Previous yeah, gen versions I, of it, and
3: see how they're going to be running that, especially on that fucking sweat. Well, that's yeah. So <laughs>
2: I'll be chucking that in that cloud and saying that's that done. Wash mm. hands of it,
3: but uh, I've got to say performance was flawless. I don't didn't have any top. hiccups at all. No, full on like sixty the crashes whole while. or anything, or like... no crashes, no no bugs either. Really, where you got um. You know missions that are not collecting yeah. or things like that. No, literally te- the technical side of this game was spot on. Not a single fault, to be honest. Bloody um, hell. What are
2: Avalanche um, playing here? What have they pulled yeah. out of the bag? Mm. Um, so let's focus on what the game actually is. Because it says in mm. the, the description, open world action RPG. So yeah. obviously you're in the Hogwarts building, but yeah. you can go outside of the building and explore, I guess, the grounds and the Areas that are nearby areas, on there, yeah. and I
3: never knew it was supposed to be in Scotland, Hogwarts. <laughs> is it in, in the Highlands? I didn't know that. I thought it was going to be some made-up place. Actually, um, in Scotland. Why is they they, not- they say Scotland. Yeah, they said the Scottish Highlands. I'm like, oh right, be fucking so, yeah, cold, so isn't it? You've got the the what's it called? You've got the Hogwarts Castle or yeah. or whatever it is. Then you've got like the the second area is like um. Hogsmeade, which is like the local town where all you, the pissheads go, all the pissheads go, and you've it's got the all village. But yeah, basically, it's basically Wakefield. <laughs> there's a small condensed. There's a Wakefield. There's an exie pub <laughs> for all the fucking sewerettes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, then the rest is you've got like all these different towns and and stuff. All that, or like these... what they call them, not towns. They're like basically like little villages because it's yeah. in them. 1800 so oh, there ain't no fucking yeah hamlets that's it that's the word um so yeah so but the actual open world is fucking huge um, is it you've got all that forbidden forest as well which is mm. part of the films so as you know um yeah and it is fucking huge yeah it takes a while to get from one side to the other you got it starts off with that old fog of war stuff so you you got a sort of really distance out i mean it's good because once you start unlocking the old your broom you can yeah. get about a bit or there's also some beast amounts you can get yep um yeah that makes traversal a lot easier and i was impressed by that with how well it ran on that i thought once you go up in that sky and you start getting a, a bit of a de- I mean there's popping and whatnot but yeah that's to be expected but that traversal was incredible on that broom um cool. And yeah, yeah, the, the, like the, the world was—it's was sort of seamless as well going into it. Only thing you can swim in there, but you can't go underwater. That's the only damn Don't thing. Don't put but... your head
2: under the wall. They said.
3: Yeah. Well, there's things lurking in there, aren't there, them oh. dirty beast.
2: Well, it's in Scotland, isn't it? So there's all sorts knocking around Oh, God,
3: there. yeah, you got the Loch Ness Manster. <laughs> that, should, that should be in there somewhere. Um, but no, action RPG, yeah, definitely. Very much focused on the combat, which was definitely one of its strongest points. <laughs> this, I thought, how are they going to fucking pull off you waving your wand about and killing enemies yeah, with it? Yeah, and...
2: you don't do anything, do you? Just wiggle it nah. and go...
3: Oh, Kazam, done. Boom, exactly that. And I thought, that's just going to get tiresome. The way they'd done it was fucking incredible, I thought. Talk it to was me. Base just standard sort of attacks and stuff, you had combos you could do, but, yes, fuck it. i tell you what this game could have done with. is probably that new Dual Sense controller when you've got fucking 400 oh, yeah, buttons the on the back. back. Yeah, yeah, That's it. Because the way your UI is set up, so you've just got your standard right trigger is like you just basically have like a spell that's just sends a thing. Is that long cooldown
2: or anything? Or is that on, just no, that one's
3: completely unlimited. So that unlimited. Standard so you attack just bosh, 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 bosh. And that builds up like a combo, like sort of... Um, it, it, I, I suppose the closest thing I've put is like Arkham, Batman mm. Arkham thing. So you build a combo, someone will come and attack you and you can press triangle to parry it. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, keep your continued button. But what you also do, on the four face buttons... For me, triangle, X, circle, Z, square. You have four spells that you can use and add to your combos as well. So you, there was, there's something like 24 spells you can collect over there, something like that. It's quite a lot. But then, so you have right, you have to hold the right trigger down, and then to use those ones. But then you have four more. Four versions of that face button. So you've got the four spells you can have at one time. Yeah. But then if you hold R R two and press up, down, left, or right, you've got the four versions of this. So what's that? So what's that? Sixteen. Well, sixteen different spells you can have at one time. Is that hell. right. Yeah. Yeah. it is, yeah. Not eight. So, so you got the four. Yeah. So, so if you got your, so you've got your four. If you're one start so up so say you press R two and up you've got four spells set right right so so then you can use those if you hold R two and press left you get another new force like a oh it's four in each right okay four for each thing. So then there's four times four, see? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) It's quite confusing. To be honest, when when you're learning all these things, it does seem quite daunting, you're like, Fucking hell, this seems a bit much when it's chucking you out how to use these these different spells. But to be honest, once you get used to the combat and you can start adding in these sort of spells and start building up combos and you get all this all these little special things where you can turn people into fucking barrels and I can't remember what some of them were. You can lift them up. It's all, all the spells are the ones out the fucking film. What's she say? Legard, Limgardium, Leviosa, yeah, yeah. and all that shit. Um, yeah, you can really make the combos really good and keep keeping up in the air, juggle the bastards about. Do the, the, some of the
2: enemies have like certain weaknesses to certain elemental they do, spells? Yeah, so you
3: start to get a bit of elements in there as well. So you can get like a frost attack, fires attack, you know. And then yeah, what will happen is you get this like shield around you. That's the parry system. Get like a bubble, you push triangle and that's your parry and your defence. Um, and the enemies will have different coloured bubbles around them and that's when you, the only way to get out of them is fucking use these different spells. It can get pain when you've got fucking four different enemies in front of you with four different spells. You're like, right, R2 yeah. triangle, there it is, have that, right, you over there, left triangle. It does seem zealous at first but like I say, you do, it, it is there, it's not as convoluted as it I'm making it sound, I'm doing a bad <laughs> job. But it is like it almost is like a it's sort of like a mix of Batman and Devil May Cry. The sort of, you know, the the sort of variety you can choose and the sort of weapons you have at your arsenal, there's a lot. Mm. But the combat is very Arkham Arkham combo orientated. But the enemies as well, you've got shitloads, it's not what was that last game we all played? And it was like very, like, well, I suppose um, no one played that Avengers. Where <laughs> one of the big, biggest criticisms of that game it was like you're just fighting the same fucking things throughout the whole, yeah, the whole game. Well, with this, you've got a plethora of different enemies. You've got fucking spiders, wizards, fucking goblins, go- orcs, goblins. Cool. Uh, other shit. But yeah, very good. The the combat, the combat, and the um, spell system is incredible. Very good. Wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. No.
2: What about what's the basic kind of loop of the game? Like what sort of or what sort of loop did you fall into? Because there's, so, a, lot, there's a lot of you, there's a lot to do in. Obviously, it being an open world, you could just go off and do stuff. Did you... Yeah, exactly.
3: So basically, what you've got is it's works I I don't know. I wouldn't say I supposed like a persona game, but. You've got your school life as well, so yeah, yeah. you you all go through the game, and there'll be like a mate. You start off with a main mission, and then what happens is you get these things called owls, which is like um, post someone coming to you with a mission. Yes, and they'll go right. You've got your main missions here, which is you know go to this class and learn this spell, or you'll have a side quest of oh this person this. Um, Student wants you to go and help them do, go explore and collect ten flowers or ten fucking yeah. balls around the thing. So missions come in as, like, you get side quests and then, um, and then your main quests, and you can choose to do whatever you like. Um, there's also, like, relationship missions you can do as well, so you get certain characters that you get. I'm pretty sure, because at the beginning of the game, you pick which... Um, house you want to be in. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the characters that you have the relationships are all the same, whichever thing you pick. Right, okay, yeah. They're characters within the game. Yeah. Um so yeah, so you all have it'll come up with like the main mission, do this to progress that. So you can fuck that off and then you can go and do um you can go and do these side missions, which are normal most part, like fetch quests, there's dungeons there are quite a few dungeons in it, but the thing that got me that I fucking suckered to. you have this spell right off the bat, which is a bit like um what's that fucking mode in Batman um or like eagle mode yeah, eagle yeah. vision. Yeah. It does that, but it's like, it's called Revelio, Investigator and sort of mode or something. Investigate. And basically, it shows you around the area, but what you do is you get they get these things called, oh, I forgot the fucking name of them now. They're like little basic scripts that give you a little piece of lore. Yeah. So if you go up to, like, you go into that great hall and you go up to the desk or whatever the main bit and you go Revelio in front of it, it will bring this little scroll out um, and then that's, and that comes out, and it'll give you a little sort of law piece of all about this, this, all about that. And there's like something like nine hundred of those fuckers over in the world. And I've just found Fuck myself me. just fucking doing that, just going, "Cool, I wonder what's in here. Cool, I wonder what's in here."
2: What do you get for a reward for that? Is there like little XP yeah, boosts or little spells little
3: XP you can get? And some spells. There's gear as well. You get like pieces of gear and stuff. Um, but to be honest, a lot of that 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 one that's just like a little law boost. So that just helps you towards your overall. Um hundred percent score I was doing yeah. that. Um what else is there? There's like the, the puzzles in the the thing. The, the the big the best thing about this game is that fucking castle. Yeah. That castle is incredible. Like the way they've done that, there's secrets in there are still not found. There's oh. like rooms and stuff, there's lots of like little puzzles. Um that you have to sort of work out just to get in areas and stuff. And it's sort of forever changing. You've got, like, spells that you can sort of, like, if you see a bridge that's broken, you can repair it and stuff. It's fucking, it it really is incredible, really. Um But, yeah, there's lots and lots of puzzles. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah.
2: Lots to do, lots to get on with.
3: <laughs> lots to do.
2: The the main thing about this game that people look at is... I mean, you mentioned it briefly earlier about flying around on that broom. How Mm. good, really, is it flying around on that broom? How does it feel?
3: It feels very good. It feels very good. Although, that's all you can do. Yeah. You you can't traverse and shoot your wand or anything that's just no combat on the, on the no combat you yeah. can one thing i did like was there's like all these chests you have like hidden chests around there's these little fucking things called merlin trials there's like 95 of them around that you have to do they're like just like little tiny things that like go and drag a ball into a fucking hole yeah, or yeah. shoot or find all these different rocks to blow up um it's a
2: fucking zelda
3: it, yeah, it did have elements as well, especially with the dungeons. Like the, a lot of the missions were go and find like this fucking ancient bloody testicle Brown <laughs> testicle that was <laughs> worn by Gandalf back in the 1900s. It's at the bottom of this fucking uh, dungeon, so you go off into the fucking wilderness, get on your broom, fly 400 yards. I tell you what, I tried to do as well. Did the app special in this game, which oh. try not to use. Um, uh,
2: oh, guide or anything?
3: Oh, right. guide. Uh, no, guide. Um, fast travel, sorry. Fast travel.
2: Fast how travel. does, it, how does found... fast travel work in this? Is it contextualised or is it just picked from a menu? Have you got a spell that does there's,
3: it? No, it's quite It's quite clever. There's, they're called flu... It's basically there's like little points, like location points within the castle and around the area. Yeah. And you sort of... Flu flame, that's what it's called. And... Um, it's got like this it's like a sort of statue of like this fucking flame that's on fire and she talks to you but if you find one of those in each area, yeah. then you can you can just traverse to one of them. You just fast travel to each one of those. But like every time you go past it, it unlocks a new area. Mm. So you basically, you have to go and unlock all these different flu flames, or whatever yeah. they're fucking called. And this woman's talking to you. It's like this fucking thing's talking to you, saying, Oh, traversal back in the day was hard until I came around and <laughs> stuff. So it's quite clever that it's sort of, you know... In world... It, in-world, it it makes you think, well, it is logical because this is part of the world. It's not yeah. just I'm flying from one side of the map. No. But the biggest thing with this game is how it works is that you... If you don't want to do your side mission, it's got that sort of Fallout style where you go, right, fuck it, I'm going to go and do this sideway. The reason I didn't fast travel is because on your way, there's so much stuff that you'll bump into and get sidetracked with. Mm. You'll go into a room and think, fuck, how do I come... There's like doors that you've got all these puzzles on and you're like, right, I've got to work this out to get in here. Then you'll go into there and then there'll be a side mission. Then it'll it'll start... That'll start off a fucking collectible thing and I'll be like, right, I've got to get these ten fuckers now. To be honest, it could become a chore for the likes of Biff. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was in my fucking element. I was. Interesting. Um, Yeah, so...
2: This is all sounding very positive.
3: Very positive.
2: Is there anything that you perhaps didn't like, or I mean, and it can be nitpicking, which is often sometimes what we get down to because nothing is, mm. is perfect. But was there any was there any major flaws first of all, and if in in the absence oh. of that, was there any other stuff that you thought well could have done? Wait, we well, mentioned the story a bit, but you know. Any,
3: anything, like, yeah, big not, or gameplay-wise? I mean, the story's perfectly fine. It's, it's yeah. no, you know, it's just... A, it, it's a serviceable story. It's just, you know, you sort of... When you think of these games, you the likes of fucking open-world games, you've got a GTA, you're like, cool, that's, that sort of story. But, <laughs> no, it was, it was perfectly serviceable. The only downside, like I say, that really I, I felt wasn't, was the game was the options of of the uh, role-playing elements really that Mm. I just felt that I I wanted to make my character more of a bastard and have it affect the outcomes of being a bastard, you know, like I wanted the teachers that I was talking to to react and the colleagues uh, colleagues, the fucking students (laughs) to react but it never really did. I sort of I could give a harsh response, but they would like I call him a cunt or whatever, and he goes, <laughs> "Oh, that's okay, Mister Potter. Yeah. don't worry." And I was like, "No, you should be having a bite back, and I want to be a cunt, and then I want to be able to fucking kill you as well." That's the other thing; you can't do none of that yet. Well, you, there's you can't. There is you can get to parts of that, but yeah. you, if you want to be a cunt from the go, you can't. <laughs> Interesting. So, so I'd say that's to a degree, but other than that. There ain't much bad, negative things I can put on this game, to be sure. honest. Um, Onboarding's
2: all okay, because it sounds a lot to do in here, where it just in the combat do, alone, yeah. but does it onboard it nicely, and, you know, succinctly, so you're not overwhelmed with Yeah, it really does, yeah.
3: The, the, the first sort of... Yeah, before you start getting into the main missions, there is like an opening that's basically just like a tutorial system. And it does chuck a lot at you, but like I said, you're not sort of overwhelmed, because sort of five or six hours and you're still realising you're still doing this fucking tutorial, basically, because it starts to bleed into, like, the side quests and stuff. And each time you do, like, a main quest or a big side quest... That will then reward you with a new spell. And as soon as that's you learn that new spell, it's quite weird. Once you get that spell, you then have to do like a bit of a quick time event of the spell to get it into right. your arsenal. It's really strange. But once you've done that, then you get to test that spell out. And then a few different fucking missions will come in stemming off of that. So if you get like one where you can sort of levitate something, then it will be like, right, go and levitate these boxes and then... Sort of bit like a Metroidvania, you then can get to little bit areas that Mm. you couldn't before because you have these new spells and stuff. Nice. So um, I wouldn't say it's any like anyway in that game, but just that's the sort of general yeah thing I got. But no, to be honest, I mean I'm sure I would have fucking. I mean, I did love it. It was a. It was very. I I really enjoyed my time with it. I think it's a very solid game. I think like being a if it was a proper proper. Harry Potter fan, I would have really got more out of it because there yeah. is so much there in terms of lore. You can tell the, the, the team that made it really were fucking potheads. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, um, yeah I, I, I do struggle to, to to find negatives with it. Um, yeah, right. characters. I mean, maybe you could say that some of the big characters weren't used as much, like, um, like I was saying about the headmaster. Yeah. Um, he's played by Simon Pegg. Well, he wasn't really. He's expensive. Expe- that's it. I think he got <laughs> a few a few lines, and and that is all you saw of him. To be 50, honest,
2: fifty grand a line. He said and exactly. Went, oh. Yeah. I mean,
3: I mean, get Nick Petner, What's the other one? Nick Frost. Get him. Get me him the cheaper one. <laughs> cheaper one. But um, no, I'm. Like I say, I'm struggling. The music was good because yeah. it sort of you know it had that same sort of snippets of the of the music you know. Um, good soundtrack the, in those films. <laughs> exactly. The the mission structure was fun, it changed it up. You, I watched this video and it's quite interesting. And it referred back to uh Witcher Free and it said the reason why that open world was so successful and so loved mm. is because this studio used this thing called the Forty Second Rule. Have you heard about this?
2: Yeah, I've heard I've heard Not in context of The Witcher and perhaps a different time, but I think um, Halo used to do it. It's it's a shorter
3: cycle, but they want want
2: something to happen every...
3: Exactly this. So every 40 seconds you walk in the direction, something will bump. You'll find an enemy to do it. With this, I think this this YouTuber, whoever I was watching, he timed it. It was about 16 seconds. So every 16 seconds, there's something you're going to bump into or an enemy you're going to find, a collectible you need to collect. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that's what it was with this world. Like, there was never a time where I was like, oh, this is a barren wasteland with nothing to do. You, you are, this ain't no Breath of the Wild. No, there's stuff you know, to it's do. Got dun- it's got the, if this could be Tears of the Kingdom, this is the, second, the real second come in this game. <laughs> it's got those dungeons that they're lurking for, it's got the collectibles. Oh, no, it ain't. That's another game I was thinking. Um, <laughs> it definitely doesn't have that weapon degradation. No. Yeah, well, that's, yeah imagine oh, that. Your fucking wand oh, going please. off. I mean, see, oh, it's fucking, what's it called, did not it? Um, Resident Evil 4. I was like, no! Oh, yeah, that knife.
2: <laughs> like, Fact's sake, I'm sick of this. I keep doing that for you,
3: Bloody clowns. Hell. But no, honestly, I really am struggling to think of things I can knock it for. Well, um, this
2: is... This is what I like to hear. I like to hear mm. positive things. One question I have before we wrap yeah. up. What about the loot that
3: you get in this loot. game? Is there yeah. is there too oh. much loot or there is a lot a hell of a lot of loot. One thing I think they could have done is um what do you have in that thing? Like when you suit outfits when you get like the um, gown or something. No, 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 like the um Hello. you get like all the different parts like the hat, the chest. Gear sets. All right, you're yeah, like a like, like yeah, like a, yeah. I don't believe you did have I don't think you did that, had that. You had like you have the, your box standard, you know, rare, uncommon, uh, legendary and epic and it they were they come in fucking you know, for everything you do, you get a new piece of gear. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't become redundant. Like It does help because it's all stat-based. Yeah. And then you, like, learn to upgrade it. But i tell you what this game had was the best motherfucking transmog system right, anything yeah. ever. Say what you want about J.K. Rowling and trans. The <laughs> transmog system <laughs> was incredible in this game. So, basically, any gear you find in this game the cosmetic version of it instantly goes into your transmog. Right, okay. The thing with what was was the glass game? A fucking cyberpunk. When that, I think they've sorted that now. But when that first came out, you couldn't. Yeah, there was no transmog system, so you just looked like a fucking idiot because you got all these fucking
2: like like, denim fucking
3: hot pants on and exactly that with a fucking top hat. (laughs) Well, this game, if you did that with this, like you do, the next best thing is a fucking there's a pair of glasses that are like dragon glasses, and you look like a right brat. But (laughs) from the get go you can choose what anything you find in the game instantly goes into it and you can overlay that so you carry on you get the stat boost yeah but look and that decent but you still. don't have to have that so if you delete that from your inventory yep um so it's not taking up room you still get that as Routine, an option then. to thing is it it's costing a
2: resource to do it or is no it,
3: oh, no well. no it's completely it's, it's so rewarding it's very good i think most games should do that yeah you know no reason not to um, is there incredible, but yeah, the loot system was good it started to get, you could like add um, different uh, what do they call it tier, um, talents Not ta- no, talents was like the skill tree, you yeah. had that, there were some good things basically all that was, was like you could add stuff to your spells and you could like increase, and again that that had like a fucking dark art section, and I was like, oh, excellent! Here we go. He's working fucking make myself a bad boy. It weren't. It was like when you use a bad spell, um, it made it last a bit longer. I was like, system, oh, yeah. Exactly, that's it. It wasn't as what I was expecting. I was like, right, I want to get that fucking Avrakadavra or whatever it was, and fucking start killing them off the get go. <laughs> Couldn't do that, but yeah, the skill tree was pretty right, but yeah, gear was good, but. Um, Transmog it sort of, it saves just came the day. Sa- Transmog saves the day, and it just came so frequently. You weren't like you was getting. Um, you weren't like fuck me, I need to get this this bit. It's, it's not really in like you know, like when you're playing Destiny and you're like, I need to clear this mission yeah. to get this legendary. It yeah, weren't yeah. anything like that. Okay. You just got. It didn't take that. It took a bit of a back step, like a back roll, really. Nice. But,
2: yeah. Well, let's get on to the main question. We've got the DIMP Digital Gaming Gallery. Yeah. Doors are always open to anyone who wants to go in. Yeah. Will Hogwarts legacy earn a place in there and therefore go into your own personal expedition exhibition, sorry, which is expedition. filling up nicely.
3: Yeah, that certainly goes in. Goes in. Locks the doors. Locks
2: the doors in. And then where, how are you going to classify it? You've got platinum, gold,
3: silver, and bronze bronze. I am going to put this safely in Gold section. Gold.
2: The first gold of the year for us. So. First gold of the year. oh, Earned is its it Hogwarts cool. Legacy? Earn itself a gold. Excellent. I am gonna play. I am gonna try and make time for this at some point during mm. the year. Um, I, it's just that I we're, we're, on, you. we're on we're on the eve. We're well, not on the eve, but we're on the cusp of Resident Evil Four. And I've started those personas, which obviously oh, that they, is a they are they are background. They can be sort of relegated down to once a week, as and when yeah. needed. But I've this I do want fucking to fucking get to.
3: Them. I've got a... It will now be... Well, I I might polish off this thing soon. Well, I was going to... trouble is we've got Rezi. Yeah. And as of today, I've had another fucking spanner thrown in the works. I did that K Eels Winders. Yeah. He's come to me and he said, here, borrow this. And he's let me borrow Dead Space Remake. Oh! Like, Good, because it means I ain't got to shell out 50 quid to go and buy it. No, it's true. But it also in this tough time where we're like, I've got Resident Evil 4. Up your arse um, in days. I've got fucking Metroid I want to blast through. Wow. Oh, now I've got this to get through as well. So yeah, um, I do want to finish this, but yeah, the Hogwarts Legacy, if you did fancy playing it on the PS5, could be available on the Adkins streaming on, service. On the libra- get, it from the,
2: get it from the games the library.
3: Door-to-door access from Adkins to you. I <laughs> if Biff and Adcock get involved. I'll definitely take well, it under consideration. Had a little, I had a little message off him saying, what's it like? Uh, I think even he would enjoy it. I think there's a lot of bloat that is completely optional as well. If he wants to mainline it... Um, I don't, I don't, there is level gating, but it weren't, this were not like no Assassin's Creed. We're no. like, fucking hell, no Mordor. I was going off and clearing down, like, for every main mission I did, I was like clearing down all the side missions I had. So I was sort of always ahead of, of the my c- level anyway. Top of it. Um, but yeah, I think even, i say even Biff, but I think Biff will enjoy <laughs> this. There's stuff there for him. Yeah. Um, I think you'll be like me though. You'll, I think you really will. Be blown away by the scope of the the world and how sort of um open it is, and you know how extensive it is, and puzzles are great. There's so much, to do, so much package, to do. A very solid package. A very solid package. Unfortunately features. tarred by its controversy of its of its creator, but it seems to have been brushed to the side. Well, I mean, it's, it's selling well. I saw, the, <laughs> I saw on the UK charts it sold more than lifetime
2: sales oh, at Elden Ring had got. God, uh, blimey. People obviously, I think the reviews came in and were pretty good and I think that's helped mm. it but it, Harry Potter's probably bigger than anyone really knows and the fact mm. that we've got a, seemingly a great game out of this and your yeah. your opinion has been very positive. This is promising and I'm definitely going to try and yeah. make the time for it at some point. I'm
3: interested to see what they do, certainly with um, DLC as well because there's a certain omission from this game, which a lot of the Potter fans will be annoyed about, but there's rumours that could be included in DLC. I think they've already announced that this, or had plans for this being a franchise, so I'll mm, well. be interested to say, like I say, they've there were lacking the... Uh, well, it were not that huge of a lack, but you, like I say, you couldn't go underwater. So if they're going to take a little book out of uh, Forbidden West's idea, yeah. go for that underwater exploration, then Legacy 2 Hogwarts could be the one. Could be but the one. well it no, sound- I'm it, definitely a fan.
2: It sounds like a bravo for Avalanche Software, who probably mm. overtake Avalanche Studios now in the pecking order of prestige <laughs> yeah, after exactly.
3: this. Done a really really yeah. good job
2: by all accounts. And... um. We look forward to uh, what else they've got in store for us and whether it's whether it's Hogwarts Legacy DLC or a second game, I'm sure that's going to garner a lot of genuine interest about the game now, now that we know that they can kind of do it and they've pulled yeah. it off. So exactly. excellent yeah. stuff, excellent session, great way to, to close our idle game chat for this episode. Nothing more for us to say here other than, thanks for your time. And ta-da.